What is going on, my fellow Schwok Lords? It is your boy Schweezy, back at it again with another hot, hot, hot podcast. Today on the show, I have my boys, uh, Ghost Town Remedy, Steve and TJ, Ghost Town Remedy, Megan Davies on the show. Really fun. Uh, we're doing some virtual ones, and it's going to be really fun, and I hope I have a couple more installed, and I can't wait for you guys to see those. Uh, but yeah, you're listening to the first, if you're watching this right now, this is the first video podcast we are doing with the Schwedcast, which is really exciting. I'm excited to move forward uh, with the video platform along with our audio only. So if you're listening to this, just remember you can watch the video. You can get a little more insight, see our faces, see our facial reactions and pop up everything else with that and you know get a little bit more get schwoke uh, if you do like this show please subscribe to it uh, subscribe to it on youtube we want to build up that following uh like us on facebook follow us wherever you get your podcast from is the best way to get schwoke and to get the most out of the literal worst podcast on the internet and it's really exciting. I don't want to waste too much of your time. Uh, we do have a long conversation, and I do want you to see that because this part is kind of the boring part. But I do want to tell you about today's sponsors. First sponsor is DistroKid. DistroKid is an online music platform that uh, gets your music out to thousands of retailers and saves you the hassle. It's only $20 a year, and with that... Uh, you get unlimited uploads. I remember old distribution sites, what would have to happen is you would have to uh, pay per song, per single to get that uploaded. Now you can upload as much as you want with DistroKid and it just saves so much hassle. It's so easy to use, such a good platform. Thousands of people, even independent artists, even big names are saying how much they love DistroKid. And using the link in the description of this episode, uh, you can get 7% off your first year by using distrokid.com slash vip slash swedcast save some money on your first year get your music out there another great thing is they have cover licenses they can get you the license you need to release a cover as well which is awesome they figure out the money they figure out how to split it they figure out the licensing and everything like that which is super complicated is if you if you've ever taken a music business class in your life but DistroKid just saves you that hassle and it will save your life in regards to that. So proud sponsor, DistroKid. Next sponsor we have today on the show is Honey. Honey is a free browser extension you can just add to Google Chrome, Internet Explorer if that's still a thing, Firefox, whatever you whatever your browser is, Safari, and you just put it there and download it. It's free and it starts saving you money. Ever searched online for, you know, promo codes or coupons or discounts on anything online and you're just like, oh, I just can't find anything or it's kind of like a journey that you have to go out and find that. Well, this is the answer to all those problems. Honey gets that. All you do is once you get ready for checkout, a little Honey notification bar will sign up and say, you want to try these promo codes? And then you're like, yeah, I want to try those. Click it. And then you start saving money. I've saved probably hundreds of dollars on audio equipment, pizza, uh, back when I was 30 pounds heavier, pizza, audio equipment, clothes, everything just by using Honey. And you just one click of a button and you just start saving your money. It's phenomenal. I use it. I started using it before they sponsored this show and I will continue to keep on using it. Use the link in the description of this episode and, uh, Sign up for Honey. That way it'll add to the browser extension. That way you can support this show and it's free and you can save money in that process. So uh, please go check out Honey. Please download it to your browser extension. Help out the show. Now I want to get on to my show with uh, TJ and Steve, but 
As my boy Garth would say, if this is truly a conversation... Then I say let the conversation begin. Okay, so you remember back in the day, you know, maybe like a few months ago, where you could just meet a random girl to hook up with, and you could just spit in her mouth with no problem? Not at all. I forgot what that was like. Man, the good <laughs> old days. Been a, long, been a long time. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I miss her. Those were the days. Way, way back. Pour one out for the homies. Yep. Uh, pour one pour into one the homies. Pour <laughs> one pour one into me. I think my cable. So we did our test run and that was not successful. <laughs> it was an epic epic failure. <laughs> but but we're back with it. This is uh TJ and Steve. They're part of Ghost Town Remedy and Megan Davies and whoever they sub with on the side. But yeah, mainly yeah. those two. We also play for Sweezy. Yo, okay, I guess we're in my band now. Well, I mean, I've written my music for one guitar part, so I hope you play keyboard well. Mm. You can figure it out. Well, you you play keys. Yeah, true, but my, I, I set it up so I could play the guitar live mostly, and then oh, because you wanted to get laid. Yeah, true. Yeah, that was the kind of that was the purpose. That was the purpose behind that. But anyways, no one, none of us are getting laid right now. Amen, brother. (laughs) (laughs) The drought, man. Dude, it's like you get on these dating sites to try to... And I'm in a bad spot because all my good headshots are now outdated just because I've lost 30 pounds. (laughs) That's not a bad thing, bro. That's a great spot, dude. Just take... Well... No. Everyone that swipes on you is going to be like... They're like, okay, I'm not expecting anything, and then you show up and you wow them. They're like, wow, wow, you're a lot, wow, you're more fat in your profile. Yeah. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at dating sites. CJ, you're better at those, right? Not really. Yeah, I'm terrible. I'm just persistent. I'm getting catfished. He's persistent. I'm just more persistent. I give up so fast. I'll talk to like two people and. Actually, this year, right at the beginning of the year, I went on my first dating app, dating site app date. That's the right way to say it. And, uh, yeah, it was weird. It's really weird just, like, not knowing someone at all. Complete stranger. Especially, like, the weirdest thing for me is not knowing how someone sounds. Oh, so yeah. Like you, like, you have this, like, head voice for them. Well, it's the like, move oh, now, that, everybody's that's... doing FaceTime dates. Yeah, that's even worse, man. Yeah. Well, that's... I mean, Never yeah. Somebody going straight oh. to a FaceTime date is so awkward. Man, I have been watching a ton of 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> Anyways, I just got access yeah. to the TLC Go app, and I think I, ha- I can watch it live, too. But anyways, uh, I want to I wanna list off all these shows. But first, I want to talk about 90 Day Fiance. I'm watching before the 90 days. You know Big Ed? I think he was on the oh, yeah. H3 podcast. Yeah. What um, a guy. Dude, he's dude, he's actually a really good guy. I, I really good sport about I, everything too. I don't know how I, I've I'm caught up on the show, but with everything with Rosemary, I think and I don't know how the best way to say this because <laughs> you could be interpreted this many ways. He's too good for her. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She's and you don't know and they had I just watched the newest episode like he stayed the night at her house in like the Philippines and you're just like yeah 
you know, regardless, I'm like, I feel so bad for you. I will marry you just so you can get out of this shithole. Like, it's oh bad. God. I haven't actually seen any, like... I gotta see what he looks I like. I know what he looks... Oh, my God. You're gonna be in shock if you haven't um, seen his, his neck is, a, like, a medical condition. Oh, yeah. So, well, everyone started laughing at him because he would put mayonnaise in his hair because he would dye his hair uh, for Rosemary. And, I mean, that's just kind of funny. And then he went on the H3 podcast, and he was like... Yeah, really I know it's kind of he he, <laughs> he he slid right. He's he's a great guy. They're still together, apparently. Is that true? I believe so. <laughs> um, how I believe so. These shows are so weird. So they'll do eventually go into the actual ninety day fiance because this is before they come to America and they're engaged for ninety days or something like that. From what I'm told, and then so they have to figure out how they live in America. It's. It's just very weird. He's 54 and she's 23, and he has a daughter who's 29. Oh, weird. The weird thing is, you you just saw a picture of Big Ed, right? Yeah. I'll try to pull one up of him on uh, the screen here, too, and post. Uh, but he... So he talks about how his daughter's mother, uh, that was the one he was married to, and then he cheated on her, and then they broke up, and he's like, yeah, I blame myself for that. That was my fault. And then Rosemarie is the first girl he's dated since then. Big thing about that, I, I'm just I'm just thinking out loud here. Who's just like sleeping with Big Ed? <laughs> Big Ed. Yeah, <laughs> he's got that like magical magnetic personality. So he has you know. a good personality. I think his personality makes up for like his genetics or you know uh, his medical condition. Yeah. You know, I just, I, I think I saw someone in person with that medical medical condition uh when i lived in the west coast because i i went to multnomah falls uh in portland and there's like it's like the the most touristy hiking spot um in all of uh portland Mm -hmm. and uh I remember taking a picture of him so i have a picture somewhere of a guy i was just like wow that guy has no neck He's just head, then shoulders. And you know, at first you look at it, it's like he's probably just been working toes. out a lot. Right. <laughs> you know, I used to not have a neck, so. <laughs> From all that working out you're doing. All necks matter. <laughs> it, all, it all just comes together. I do think now, since I've lost 30 pounds, I can say this. I think Ed could lose a little bit of weight, but he's still... Wow. So hell of a guy. Quick to judge, man. Quick to judge. Hey, I, I, hey I've lost 30 he's pounds. He's <laughs> You did it, so. Once a fat guy, always a fat guy. <laughs> I went from obese to overweight, so I think I know a thing or two about dieting. <laughs> oh, man. But, but dude, yeah, if, if, you can, if you can figure it out. Hulu has, like, Hulu is weird with TLC shows. They'll have the first two seasons or something like that, and then just, like, wait forever to post the next one. They're like, come on, you want to watch it on TLC? You want to get network cable and watching right. our tv show it's like, Dude, no, i cool. honestly i'd say at this point right now i have cable well one it was cheaper with my internet plan since i live alone okay. but that's so that's the main purpose so i can justify it but yeah the w- reason i keep it is for tlc like it's <laughs> a good reason so go. i'm gonna list off i went through the library today that's on the app i want to i'm gonna list you off all the hidden gems that are on this network that are just watchable just by the title. Title alone, uh, this is what's worth it. 
So, I'm going to get the quality shows, such as Too Fat to Transition. Jesus. A show when someone... (laughs) Someone, let's say, I believe... I'm going to watch it after we do this. A man born in a woman's body or a woman born in a man's body uh, decides it's time for them to transition, which, you know, makes a lot of sense. You know, it happens to a lot of people, and it's completely normal. It's diff. It's not usual, but it's normal. Right. Mm-hmm. But but also, you're so fat. You're you like you know you feel like you're in the wrong body, but also that body is six hundred pounds. Yeah, the body's keeping you from. It's more. In the body it's, you like, it's like a cocoon. It's like I'm a man trapped in a woman's body. <laughs> I'm a man trapped in a morbidly obese woman's body. (laughs) That conundrum cracks me up. Okay. And then so we got Too Fat to Transition, The Treehouse Guys. Yeah. Oh, that's a cool show. I know that show. Oh, okay. That's okay. Those guys are cool. I thought that one looked cool. My teen is pregnant and so am I. Wow. Is that a Fall Out Boy song title? Yeah, that does sound like (laughs) from under the cork tree, like straight up. Actually, that should be... I used to write put song titles like that, but I think if I was still doing that, I think I'd do that. Then oh, yeah. there is my big fat American gypsy wedding. <laughs> Holy moly! I that was a lot American to take gypsies. in. <laughs> that, yeah, that's a lot. Long Island Medium. That's a pretty popular one, yeah. I believe. Mm. My probably my favorite one. Well, my second favorite one after uh, Too Fat to Transition. Hot and heavy. So this is. Uh, morbidly obese women dating very skinny men. Oh man, wow. you know we all know the type. We know someone who fits that genre. Yeah, and I'm gonna binge watch that soon. Next one, buying naked. What? <laughs> I guess they just buy things naked. I I haven't looked into that one not very much. The last one I have. Big and Little. So they have a lot of shows, you know, uh, My Little Life or stuff like that, you know, where it's just a bunch of people with dwarfism. This is one, this is kind of a combination of My 600 Pound Life and, like, I can't remember the title of any of those. There's so many just dwarfism Uh, shows, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so they combine the two. uh, What was it? Uh, little people, big world, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, little people, big world. So they combine that with my six hundred pound life to create, um, but little, big and little. So it's just uh-huh. morbidly obese dwarfs. Oh, wow. and notice I, I didn't say the M word or the R word. Doing great. And doing discussing this. I actually think in the practice one we ran, I think I said the R word, and so... (laughs) Yeah, you definitely did. Yeah, I definitely said the R word. You said, Um, I'm okay to say it because... Now that you got that out of your system, (laughs) we can record a podcast. Yeah, no. But anyways, (laughs) uh, but but I want to get your guys' opinion on this, and since you haven't watched my my 90 Day Fiance. So there's one guy, I think his name is Michael. He, so he's been talking online with a girl from Russia for over seven years. Ooh. They've never FaceTimed. Ooh. I feel like if you're gonna do something like that, you still you need to FaceTime to prove seven each other's years. real. Wow. Seven years. They only talk through a chat service where each message he has to pay. Hey, he has to pay each message. <laughs> She's leeching him. Wow, he got catfished hard. He's gone he's gone to Russia three times prior, and she's always had an excuse. Yeah. Now, in this final time, there's a film crew with him. 
what he decided to do, because I guess one of those times they're going to meet up, it was a cruise, so we got, like, the city she lives in. So he rented a car in Russia and drove all the way out there. And now he's trying to find her. What? This is actually, That's I wish weird. this was the entire show, because I just, <laughs> it's like this guy the... is so <laughs> Desperate. <laughs> so the desperate stalker's point of view. It's oh just my God. amazing. And so, well, no, and he's like, well, she always talk about a candy store she liked to go to. So I went to a couple candy stores, or like one or two, and they filmed it. And then like he had his phone translate Russian. Do you know this girl? And then like they all just <laughs> said no. <laughs> he, so he doesn't have a like a picture of her. He does no, he have he a picture of her, but none of gotcha. them know. None of them know. <laughs> yeah, this dude, person. She's leeching him. Wow. Oh yeah. Well, Doing a damn the, good job of it too. Now here's the twist in the whole thing. Uh, he actually met another, at one of his visits where she bailed, he actually met another Russian woman. He has a kink for Russian women. I can tell. <laughs> yeah. Who like, I don't uh, know if you're getting that yet, but he's got a thing. So, yeah, so he met this one. She's actually very pretty. And she actually kind of, like, is into him a little bit. Like, way out of his league. Way, way, way out of his league. But he's like, yeah, she's just not my type. And I'm like, dude, like, you actually have a chance... Like, if this is going to be a green card marriage, like, this would be my chance. What is this called? Would you ever... Uh, 90 Day Fiance Before yeah, the 90 okay. Days, season four right now. It's just, this season is just out of this world. All right, so, uh, Schweg, if you had to green card marriage somebody, what uh, what country would you, you pick somebody pick? from? <laughs> Anywhere in the world. So, you know, obviously... Obviously, you're into Asians. Actually, no, I'm not. Th- I mean, <laughs> uh, I date an Asian. I date an Asian, but if, if we're going off kinks, I mean, it's not a kink. Uh, a, you know, a Southern American woman, it's not too bad. I could go with that. Mm. If we're saying I get to pick the country they're any from, country. Country. I got to pick any country. And Even this isn't right. Ra- this isn't like a racist <laughs> thing. This is just I have to pick the country based on like customs and traditions that I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life. I person from the country. I just said pick a country where this girl's from. She could be anything. Well, I want her to be very hot and very dumb. Okay, that's the whole point of a green card marriage. (laughs) (laughs) But um, the country of California. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, so I'd pick either like a Latin American country. There's so many small ones, maybe Brazil or something like that. Uh, you know, like Russia, Siberia, you know, that's good too, just because it's so big, you got a lot of options. <laughs> True, that's fair. You got a lot of option of mooses. True. Moose. <laughs> well, no, you think Russia is bigger than America, so in their population, like, is bigger than America as well, so can you imagine how many hot women are in America right now? And it's Asia. And Asia? They're, they're suppressed. Well, I don't want, I don't want someone from mainland China. Wow. I'll take Hong Kong. So I'll date a girl from Hong Kong. I'll date someone from Japan. It's not an Asian thing. I'm just saying, if people from mainland... You think about what people from mainland China eat. Maybe one day I want a dog or a cat. I don't want her to just cook it one day. Oh, no. It's not an Asian thing. It's it's Chinese. It's a Chinese cultural thing. The dogs are farmed. They're not not eating pets. (laughs) They eat snakes. Yeah, that, but that's a snake. <laughs> they eat bats. Are, I mean, look what that oh. happened. Look how that went. Well, 
you gotta Anyways, shoot I'm not trying to make you guys look <laughs> racist. I'm just gonna make myself look racist. <laughs> y'all are y'all don't believe this. Okay, okay, let's I'm gonna turn the tables. What would you guys do? Hmm. Japan. Really? Thought about this, huh? Uh, <laughs> it's like what do you say, Japan? <laughs> I have no doubts. Um <laughs> I'd go like Italian or like Spain, like Spaniard. Spaniard. Yeah. Yo, Spaniard. Know those, yeah, those... man. Dark, dark hair, dark, dark skin. Maybe like Egyptian, dude. Oh, dude, yeah. You ever just see someone and think, yeah, they're probably good at sex. <laughs> Daily. <laughs> I, I actually see when you see like those girls and they're like ten out of tens. You know, just like. Any guy would just be like, "Yes, I bet they're really yeah. bad." Like you know, they're just laying there. Was it you? Was it telling me? I feel like I heard something recently, or maybe I was just reading it online. But it was like yeah, the ugly girls like have to work for it, so they get really good at oh, it. Oh, I told you something similar to that. I'm not going to repeat because it was from another friend who told me that, and he doesn't like That's to fine. be looked at that way. <laughs> I mean, but like I, I get it. I mean, I, but I've been on, I've, I've. Messed around with you hot, know, hot think, girls I, that are like really freaking good at it. I think there's some truth though to that that statement. Mm-hmm. I, I think there's a line where the like, well, there's the full. All right, I'm gonna say it, but I'm not gonna associate. So uh, a friend that I don't think anyone on this podcast knows who would listen to. He told me that chubbier girls are better at sex because uh, they have they have to try harder because they have something to prove. Yeah, I believe it. Hmm. But and now, at, see, I think at the end of the day, though, we're just three guys talking right now. At the end of the day, you want someone you want to be like able to sit down at dinner with talk. and have a conversation. Oh yeah, true. If you're talking, we're talking about like floozies. We're not talking about like wives, life partners. <laughs> we're not talking about. No really, you want a you life partner, that, and at the that life material. And at the end of the, and then some days you'll be like, you know, I wish my wife was still as hot as she used to be or looked like this or something like that. But, but you know, then you think about it, it was like, you know, those girls are dumb as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you can't hold a conversation with them and stuff like that. But so for all the women say- offended right now, let's just, <laughs> let's just say I'm just defending myself as of everything. Let's just say that. Didn't you just say you wanted single. somebody, you wanted somebody dumb and hot? <laughs> A second ago. Well, no, that this, was, this yeah. in this situation, the idea is uh, she's using me to get a green card. Yes. Right. So, so you, you got to get you got to squeeze as much out of her as possible. Figuratively and literally. No, I, I think I'm, I think I'm a little too self-aware to be on 90 Day Fiance just because <laughs> I, I just know like like, hey, you want to have sex tonight? She's like, no, I'm not really in the mood. Uh, I don't know. Maybe this isn't working out. And then she's like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> maybe I'm not in the mood to get you a, a citizenship. I don't know. Maybe maybe I don't know you as well as I thought I did. Maybe this, maybe this whole citizenship test uh, is going to be harder than dude, I thought. Dude, you would the shit out of that. Dude, yeah. I, I'm too... These guys are, like, not self-aware. And then there's, like, actual valid relationships on there, which those are weird. That's That doesn't make any sense. So what's the what's your price point for a TLC to come to you and be like, all right, we're going to film you doing this, but you have to be in it. How much money do they have to give you? And you have to actually marry them? Yes. 
Oh. I mean, I mean, marriage. I, like I, mean, well. I mean, we say marriage is like mainly <laughs> just like signing a legal contract. Right. Then again, if you like put a prenup in there and stuff like that, like it's not, I, you get divorced. It's like, I have nothing to give. I mean, I'd probably <laughs> I'd set it up where like we break, where like we take what's each other's and then we'll just, I'll try to do a fair one because I would, at, at the point, I would know that they're using me to get a green card. So if you know you're in on the joke. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm somewhat in, in on it, so. Give me my, uh, round the salary I get now, and then we'll call it a deal. 22000 <laughs> 20, Give me a good $22,000 a year. I'll do anything and for you, TLC. Give, give me some, uh, give me some royalties. It's I'll, like put a, I'll put on a show. <laughs> it's like Tiger King wages right there. How do they? How do they legally get away with paying one hundred fifty dollars a week? I well, and then the people on Carol Baskins who are just like volunteering and she's taking yeah, advantage. Yeah, she's not of paying that. them anything, and True. she's got the, she's got them there for years. It's like, oh she's yeah, by the time you're a green shirt, like yeah, four years. She's got the multi-level marketing technique thing. It's like what? Like, keep them going up in the. It's ranks. like a youth camp or something. Well, the only thing <laughs> I'd be able to I'd be able to say at least on Joe's zoo. Is that it sounded like a lot of them lived on site because they were always talking about like yeah I could hear the tigers roaring in the morning, so I do know a lot of places that like you can get housing and electricity and like internet or whatever from right. you could easily they could easily uh, give you whatever price a week. So I think a friend of mine, given this is middle of nowhere Missouri, uh, he worked at like a youth home and I think he got paid like twelve hundred dollars a month. However, he got a free house. Uh, he got some food paid for, free electricity, Wi-Fi, cable, and stuff like that. So, in reality, that's his. That situation was good. So that's the only yeah. thing I can think of. But then you think like, oh yeah, you guys get per- first pick at the expired meat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, all, I mean, they're also living in a mobile home, which isn't like horrible, True. but I mean, some Oklahoma, of them didn't have but... air conditioning and yes. running water. So and I guess. I guess a lot of them were ex-cons too, so exactly. uh, they probably didn't have much of like a choice in job marketing, or they, or they're like, yeah, well, I like the danger of the animals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Did you watch the new? Uh, they added a new episode of it yeah. where they just kind of do oh, a yeah. post. Did you watch yeah, that? We, watched it last we night. saw it last night. Yeah, I just watched it last night too. I mean, it's okay. I like to hear like the actual cast opinion of yeah. like. Hey, this is what they kind of missed and stuff like that. So you kind of get a full picture of what's going yeah, on. That shit that Rick was talking about. Holy crap! It's like, dude, well, yeah, I saw him on David Spade talk horse. about that stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, that that horror story. I'm trying to figure think of here. Who's the most normal person from that cast? Like, that's totally normal. Who who would be the like the closest to? Who's the whitest person out there? The whitest. The whole cast was white, except for the uh, Kelsey, Saf. but uh, he goes Saf. He he goes by that now. Uh, but uh, who'd be the most normal? Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Oh, I would say the guy without the... his legs. Yeah, if we're talking like the entire show, um, the girl that escaped Doc Antle and was living in Illinois. Yeah, she oh, was, yeah. She was pretty victimized. Yeah. Um, pretty normal. Outside of like weird side characters, 
I mean, I thought the campaign manager guy sort of that's, had that's together, <laughs> relatively the, the gunshot thing really did a number on him. Oh yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they well, didn't give me any counseling, so I just you know been well, hanging on that. I, I mean, but he's also out of like, all of it. You you see someone accidentally shoot themselves, you're just like, there's so much going on in your head, right? right? And like, I that happened to anyone, I think that'd just be shocking. Oh yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think I think Rick's probably the. Who's the long haired dude? Eric, Eric something. He's the most down to earth. That He's guy's just badass. Like, yeah. You know, I don't. I just think yeah, he just really likes lions. Yeah. Tigers. That's all he's just like. I really yeah. like lions and tigers, and so I don't really care about anything else. I don't care about humans. Like, like multiple people on that show were literally like, "I'll kill the rest of these people before I kill one of these tigers." <laughs> yeah, and and that's what I want to know. I mean, I think about I think about obviously it's wrong, but then you know their whole purpose as a business was kind of like you want like the baby tiger cubs and the baby lions and stuff like that you want people to hold them and take pictures with them and then they get older and aggressive and stuff like that and you really don't have a use for them and so that's the kind of idea of how they put them down and stuff like that from a business standpoint that makes sense but then you think about like the actual humanity of it and you're like it's it's fucked yeah and so that's that's kind of the problem with the business is after the lions and tigers have grown up like you don't know what to do with them Right. Just, and you have the problem with Joe where he has like 200, 226 tigers or whatever. It's like, what the hell do you do with them at that point? He only expands so much. And you have to. Yeah, keep and then like you have them. to keep having cubs to like. And they. Yeah, right. To keep his business afloat to, in order to feed them. <laughs> yeah. It's $10,000 a year per roughly. tiger. Per tiger. Mm-hmm. Per tiger. Like, that number is ridiculous. That's $227,000 really, a year. I didn't think the expired meat thing was that bad. It's the expired meat they can't sell. So, you know, yes. a lot of times you, you get, like, something, like, sell by this date, and then you get a discounted for, like, one day. Right. right. So, like, I don't think that was as bad as it. they try to make it sound. Because well, you can put it in your freezer, and then... Right. It's just that he's taking advantage of that, which paints a weird picture not necessarily well, I mean, a bad one but it's like well that's it's gonna go to a dumpster anyway exactly it's like True. It might i mean eaten. that i actually think that's not too bad and especially i feel like there's animals, a lot of things that do that like that's yeah. better than just if you think about all the food we waste in the country and like oh, yeah. feeding it feeding just sell by meat to tigers and lions that's actually a good idea and it's going to save them money in the long run but yeah. obviously they're Obviously, the employees aren't doing too good. So, <laughs> yeah, that was my biggest beef with the series. Frozen. The fact that they didn't have enough money to get food that they had to pick through that, or they didn't have that any was food. the pr- that that was a problem. Well, that was messed up. I it's kind of like there's one thing I don't think it was like a necessary thing where everyone was like really needing it. I think it was just kind of like you know when you go have a pizza party and they have like one or two left over and it's like someone can just take the whole thing home if they want. Right. And I think like I'll take it. But I think if it's like we desperately need this, then that's I think that's the problem. But I think you know I didn't think that was that bad as people would make it out to be. So I'm I'm glad that they finally like came out in the open and just said like yeah that's not Joe Exotic's voice on all the songs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that I'm so glad they finally finally uh, burst that bubble. Yeah, that I mean 
I'm Joe. I'm Joe Exotic. <laughs> the tiger and the king. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's pretty easy to tell when he's trying to sing it at the funeral. Oh like, yeah. Yeah, that's that's definitely not. That him was the most awkward on a funeral show. I've ever seen. Yeah, that that was. Dude, Travis had some hot friends. Off topic. Did you see those women there? Oh, like yeah. you never saw a woman looking like that be in that same area before. One of those was his mom, right? <laughs> or he talked about someone. No, it, it kind of like mom? look at the mom funeral was, scene. Uh, oh, in the and then like yeah, yeah, just in the crowd. Yeah, just in the crowd. There's like, how? Well, did, well, no one in this documentary is supposed to be good looking, except for maybe Carol when she was younger. But at that point, it's like uh, the crazy yeah. outweighs the looks. No, nah, I don't even think Carol had it back then. She was just always for crazy. like a, there was a minute, but man, yeah. she went through some pretty traumatic shit, so I don't blame her for being mm. crazy for killing her husband. Yeah, yeah. that'd be pretty traumatic. I don't blame her for killing her husband. She also threw a potato at her first husband. That was attempted murder. It's just, you know, that's <laughs> whatever. Imagine going to prison for throwing a husband and like actually hurting someone really bad, and then like you get asked in prison, "So what are you in here for?" I'm like, "I threw a potato." <laughs> my husband, ex-husband. Potato. You're like, ooh, potato I... smasher. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyways, we we kind of like examined ourselves, like who is who in this world. I'm obviously Doc Antle. <laughs> Just getting laid nonstop. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Killing tigers humanely. Thank you. And hey, uh, Joe's getting laid nonstop, also. Yeah, getting laid by <laughs> mething up guys. Young and dumb. Getting a tooth yeah, job. Yeah, you said you like them young and dumb. True. Hot and dumb. Hot young. TJ. And dumb. TJ is Josh. He's the guy who got who watched Travis kill himself. Oh, it's like if TJ just got abnormally fat. I think that would be. You'd look just like him. Actually, I told you this, but. When I finally figure out how to do uh, a... <laughs> I think that recorded, too. I love that. Um, so, yeah, I think if you just got more... Belief- when I learn how to do a deep fakes, that's the first one I'm doing. Hey. So, I did a bad thing. What'd you do? <laughs> this is all blondies. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> Does anybody like dark beer? Yes. I got you. Uh, Dude, I just got like a fuck ton of beer. Well, there's Rich for the first time on the podcast. Hey. Yeah, he's f- finally the, made it. For the first, oh, second shit. time. Is that like a to-go beer? Yeah. I, oh, wow. I was Do like, you think we'll finally legalize to-go alcohol, like just nationwide? We just did it. <laughs> Is it actually? Wait, no. Like, uh, yeah, it was already partway there. You can I, you can kind of do it now. I know Applebee's. You can get those like you know those margaritas in just a bag or something like that. Yeah. So he brought home margaritas like, the other night. They were in these like little plastic like, uh, uh, fuck do you call them? Um, just like to go like, little to go things. They're like tiny. Oh, uh, like, like, like soup soup containers or something. Oh, so, interesting. Okay. Huh. No, I don't, you know, like, that's not what know I that, expect like, to drink a marg out of. I mean, I poured it in a glass. But yeah, yeah. What do you think? Like, thing like culturally is going to change after everything kind of wraps up. Do you think like handshakes will still be a thing? Um, I mean, I've had a lot of instances where 
like I was just I just ran into my buddy Tom yesterday because he's mixing our live stream and uh, I mean we instinctively went to do a handshake and I was like oh elbow so I mean it's so ingrained in people's minds that like I think people are gonna go back to handshakes. I hope mm-hmm. that but, uh, wearing casual clothes to work is more appropriate. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Exactly. <laughs> I, do, I, just do, I haven't backwards. worn like a pair of jeans since you have before everything. I think people are going to be so desperate for human interaction that like, I think maybe people won't get rejected as much. Dude, I'm Hopefully. ready for those women. Dude, I'm ready for those women. <laughs> Dude, I'm I'm serious. I am that I'm like I just need you to ready? keep this is, keep this going is... down with this weight loss. Time to climb, baby. Keep working on it. I'm just gonna keep going down. I'm working on some facial hair. I'm just you know I'm working on myself right now. Right. So I'm taking You're... advantage of this quarantine. You gotta work on training them women <laughs> while you can. <laughs> Old doc. Yeah. It's like I can't get you to be my wife. But uh, let's enjoy the ride along the way. So uh, first week back, go to uh, go down to Broadway. Oh yeah, get the Broadway. You know, I I'm usually so against that, but I think I, I'm I'm gonna hit it. I think we I need I think I we like, all hit Broadway. Just, just like Printer's Alley or something like that. The next year, so it's, yeah, anything. Dude, yeah, I want to know what like nightlife's gonna be like here when. It's gonna get crazy, man. It's gonna be bumping, man. So many people are gonna go. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta gotta cut this thing before summer. (laughs) Summer's. It's not gonna be a hot girl summer, man. So yeah. And then yeah, we don't want to keep hot girl. We don't want to cancel hot girl summer. We want to get to thought. Hold on. What? He said, don't you think the vaccine will come in waves, though? It's not just going to be like there's an endpoint, right? It's going to slowly taper off. Well, I actually think coronavirus was created by uh, the government uh, to give us all autism so we won't rise up in revolt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sam says the government's trying to give us autism, and that's why. I wonder how many anti-vaxxers are going to go away after this. Oh, well, we'll we'll see at the end how many keep talking about it. Yeah, so there's a lot. There's yeah, there's a lot of uh, things. Yeah, I wonder like handshakes. I wonder if people are just gonna stop being flaky. Cause I mean that's my big pet peeve when people are just like flaky. Yeah, and they like. Don't. And you know, just an you know an actual flaky person because cause, you know we do like music stuff all the time so. Typically, if we have to reschedule, if we have to cancel something or stuff like that, all you say is, hey, let's reschedule. Right. And you usually know if someone wants to reschedule, they are serious with you and honest with you. But people are just like, ah, let's not think about it. And then you got to, like, figure out your own on your own. And then it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the... Just like... I hate it when you, like, you make a plan and you have it set, and then last minute this, things change. You're like... But I'm saying for the next one. Great. Like what? You, it would have been fine if you just told us earlier. Like if you if you knew, I don't know. Yeah, I, I give people like two chances on that, unless like you know they're obviously trying. Yeah. It's just like it's just like come on. <clears throat> your grandma died three times now. How All three of your grandmas died. <laughs> 
And he said they're all biological. The grandma's a lesbian, okay? Both two of them. Grandma, grandma's not going anywhere, Napoleon. <laughs> here's a good. Here's a good question. If your parents were going to be the same sex, would you rather have two dads or two moms? Ooh. Hmm. Obviously, either one is I fine. I'd, I think I'd probably go two moms. Dude, everyone says that. I've never had had a two dads. Because. Because you know I, you're going to a good college. <laughs> I just yeah, and like you. Especially if you have a butch mom, because they don't take shit and they're ready to fight. Because see, like... you get the you get the Karen, and then you get the one who loves you. Right. <laughs> get a hippie, <laughs> and uh... the Karen gets you gets you to where you need to be. The, uh, the I'll say Vanessa. <laughs> the Vanessa. Actually, Vanessa. <laughs> Vanessa's not a mom name. We also have English the Cheryl. No, that's that's. No, something it's something hot like be down to bang the mom, but dude, I, who's mom? Dude, I have some friends and they have kids, and they're actually pretty good looking. And I was like, man, this kid's gonna get get it in high school. They're like, I'm gonna fuck your mom. <laughs> wow, was, I always liked that because my mom is super old, so I never got that. Mm-hmm. It was great. TJ, aren't you blessed? And it's like when you get married and have kids, it's like you want to have a hot wife, but you don't want your kids to have a hot mom. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's it like hurts a trophy. to have a hot mom. You'd be like, look, kids, I did this. Look, kids, Dude, this I'm waiting. If I, had a, if I had a son, what I would do, wait till he's like 14, 15, hanging out with his friends at our place, and be like, I'm going to call my son Pete. It's like, hey, Pete, guess what? What? Fucked your mom last night. <laughs> <laughs> right in front of all cool his dad. friends. <laughs> He's like, all right, let's crack open a beer and celebrate with dad. <laughs> I did Which, it, son. If you guys, you guys had kids, what would be your rule on alcohol? Oh. Um, I, w- I think I would, once they get to a certain age, like 16 or something, I'd probably let them drink with me. If I'm around, uh, I'm saying I think after I would, they graduate, or like, or like 18. I think I would That's be right, like 21. 18, I would yeah. be strict, just like my parents were, so that way they have to figure out how to be sneaky. Because that's a good thing to have life experience-wise. A, a lot of good trauma coming out of there. Oh, uh, yeah. I would say they have to have graduated high school. That would be my rule. Dude, my dad drank around me so much that, like... I could drink a beer right in front of him. He wouldn't even realize I was. Oh, <laughs> like, I, nope. <laughs> he was, especially he, like he used to be out on a boat all the time, like up on the Potomac River, and like he would just get trashed. There was a couple times, like, like I think I I was at least nineteen or twenty where I drank around my parents, but other than that, like yeah, I, I didn't get like hammered around them. I think my first beer was like thirteen or something. <laughs> It's like way young. Actually, because you know since you all know me as the alcoholic, uh, I, <laughs> my, I didn't have my first drink till I was 20. What? Man, yeah. Really? Yeah, so it's oh probably some sort of like disorder I have. Probably some trauma there. But all at once. Gonna, <laughs> all at once. Gonna, we're just going to numb that out. Catch up, make up for lost time. I drank the most before I turned 21. Like I was... 
think I started when I was like 18 because I went to Wales on a foreign exchange trip and it was the legal age is 18 there so I was like well <laughs> might yeah, as well I mean, do it yeah <laughs> I feel like 18 18 is a good age I was 18 like August of my senior year so I don't hmm. know that one's pretty good Look, man, if you can get sent out to die for this country, True. you can have you can have fucking beer. All right. True. So Sounds maybe like... they sh- maybe they should make it like if you're in the army, 18. Well, I think the military, they actually have like completely different rules. Any of the armed forces. They're very strict on that. Mm-hmm. They, they just have like, I think I don't know all the rules, but I, I think I heard something like they could kill you. My friend Kurt is probably going to listen to this. He's in the Air Force. So I think I said his name, so I'm not going to finish the next story. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to I'm not going to embarrass him or get him in trouble. But anyways, yeah, they they follow one. However, they do have back where I used to live. There is a uh, air, big Air Force base out there. And uh, what they would do, there's actually a bar. It's m- maybe a town of like 2000 people. There's a bar called I'm not going to say the bar's name. I don't want them to get in trouble. Um, I'm actually censoring myself. I'm doing pretty good this episode. <laughs> I'm surprised. Didn't say the R word. Didn't say M-word. the M word. Didn't say uh, my friend's dirty secret. Didn't say uh, <laughs> a name of a bar that I shouldn't be saying. Anyways, so since it's right next to an Air Force base, um, you know, they obviously saw, they obviously got a lot of Air Force people in there. And so they just never carded them. And I think I went there one time. They didn't card me. I was I was 22, but still. They thought you were in the Air Force. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> with, with that hair. Yeah. This, <laughs> with the swoop. It's just like it, it's just uh, it may have been like less volume back then, but uh, a little too much yeah, volume. Yeah. There was I used a, to, oh, go for it. You guys went to music music school, right? I went to art school. I went to music school. Okay. They're the same. They, mine, Never. like, the there was, like, the Marine Corps band tried to recruit me. Uh. And I'm like, I assume they just, like, heard my name. I don't think they've ever actually seen me. <laughs> Wait, what'd you play? You were a marching guitar. band, right? Uh, no, I oh. played guitar in our uh, uh, college jazz ensemble. Gotcha. Nice. So you, you, know, uh, you know a major seven chord, then. Oh, yeah, I know a couple. <laughs> nice. And our, and our teacher had perfect pitch. So typically with like jazz guitar, you'll try to like sometimes fake your way around a really hard chord to transition to. And then he would just notice immediately. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> yep. <laughs> but not not as mean. Uh, did you ever play with Mr. Sims back uh, in high school? Was he at Liberty? He, Liberty, I think he was Liberty, a middle Liberty. school teacher. Oh. But he like guessed... Uh, directed one of the jazz band things i think i probably have he had perfect pitch and he could he would pick out which saxophone was out be like you're the one that's out and they'd be like what me? <laughs> me that was like a that was that a jazz ensemble or like a jazz ensemble, a jazz ensemble? it's easy just, in a jazz ensemble some because kid, like, some kid trying to fit in with the rest of the band geeks and can't <laughs> even fit in with them it's like fuck <laughs> yeah it's pretty easy because if it's saxophones there's like five of them so like it's all there's and they're all playing different parts. So you're right. just like, okay, which note out of the chord is wrong? And you see this one, who's playing this part? You. That one's if it was like an entire like orchestra or like a 
wind ensemble, like that would be impressive. I can't like, remember if it's you. Did it for the wind ensemble. I, I do remember him doing it in the jazz thing. I'm pretty sure it's normally like two altos, two tenors, and a berry, right? That's jazz, yeah. Yeah, I mean, sometimes our school would switch around where, like, depending on the song, like, we'd have, like, three tenors or three altos, and then somebody would hop up with, like, soprano sax and shit. Oh, man. Kenny G up in there. No, I remember, uh, let's see, it was uh, my freshman year of college. I was in, like, the lower jazz ensemble, and for some reason, two guitar players auditioned, but uh, no piano players auditioned. (laughs) And so I guess instead instead of... uh, what we decided to do was we'd switch off because he passed his piano proficiency and I knew a little bit of piano. So, and I had a solo in one song for some dumb fuck reason. <laughs> oh man. Piano solo. Go. <laughs> and apparently I, I like, then there was this guy in the upper jazz band. He played uh, alto sax, but he's also like a really good piano player as well. And he's like, fuck, this guy can do everything. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh. Yeah, now wow. he, he probably regrets saying that. <laughs> BJ, you play trumpet, don't you? Uh, sort of. That's like how I remember the the one part you played. That meme was amazing, dude. Oh, so for those who don't know, I did a meme of. So I went to a show where TJ played with Megan, and he plays trumpet on one song, and so I guess I recorded it on my Instagram like story, and so what I did was I took it out. Uh, muted it i just like went on youtube and like googled like bad trumpet playing and so and this is guy's like and it's just so bad but tj's like looking like he's so into it when he's playing it. are you gonna throw the clip in like right now <laughs> I could I could do it right now. Let's go to the clip. <laughs> Let's go to the clip. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, oh, and then I also did one oh, of Jordan. A <laughs> uh, Jordan, he's he plays in your band, but he also plays uh, in the Sweetness. That's his project, and uh, I I did it. And then he told me after he saw it, he was told me like, yeah, I was kind of uncomfortable with it because it actually matched very closely. <laughs> that one was great. It actually lined up. <laughs> Some of the, a lot of the parts. There's a couple parts that don't line up very well, but that one, <laughs> like, it, there's some of them that just, like, I don't know how I did that, but that was just my magic. I don't, I don't know how I missed that, but I just saw that, like, a couple days ago for the I first time. I have not seen that. I didn't see that one. It's on the town posting. It's on the town posting page. Oh my god, it was that was probably the best one you've ever done. Well, then it looks like the drums are off too. If you look, if you just just soloing. Yep. Wow. <laughs> you, just, you just found that? I just like Googled bad guitar playing. <laughs> and then Jordan popped up That's and funny. that was it. No, well, then, yeah, and then I just like put the two together. 
it's it's right. I Gordon's think, a bad player. Yeah, he's really good. <laughs> well, here's the funny in our practice run of this. I said like Jordan's kind of like the show offy one. So like you think Jordan is like the real talent of the group, just because you know he's wearing the visors and stuff like that. You two are singing, doing the heavy lifting, and then like Rich is like Rich is the sleeper. Rich is the sleeper cell. A second ago, yeah. he, he's just like because it's not a lot of you guys don't have a ton of like just like bass solos. Usually bass players who are at, who like pretend they're really good are like slapping and trying to do all this crazy ass shit. But then you have people like Rich who are just like, who just very well do what the bass is supposed to do mm-hmm. in a very good way. Because a lot of times you think, oh, you're supposed to hold the bottom in. Well, you're not supposed to hold the bottom in. You're kind of supposed to create the structure, fill in the structure that the drums are doing and the guitars are doing. So you're kind of filling in that empty space between the drums and the guitars with your band in that case. And so For that's sure. where Rich does really well. And then he does he more did, than just holding root notes. Yeah, he, he definitely does that. That's that's one thing you learn if you're doing like any sort of electronic music. Like, you need to, you should know how bass lines work. Mm, yeah, you should know how a bass sure. works, just like a bass <laughs> guitar. Because I feel like bass guitar kind of got it right. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, when we're talking about like low end instruments. Yeah, 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 that's one thing cool because they're doing a lot of synths that are kind of like emulating the style of how bass players play you know mm-hmm. and so that kind of like it makes music a lot more interesting moving forward i don't think the electric bass is going anywhere no there's still a lot of pop music that has actual bass mm-hmm. in it so yeah. i think i read there was some article is like guitars going away and they're like actually no guitars actually rising like you're hearing more of it in music mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean yeah i mean it just depends on the song. There's most most pop productions have a guitar part in there somewhere. Mm-hmm. A lot of them actually use real drums too. They just sample put samples just over it. Mix them in, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is like the good pop music from the bad pop music. Just like hmm. that's why Katy Perry songs are so good. I think she had she's had the same drummer for a while, at least in the studio. Hmm. And then so I think that's what just keep one thing that keeps her going. I feel like I know. I should know. The name of this guy. Yeah, we should like know Katie, everyone. Katy Perry's drummer. I feel like I know the answer to this. Adam Marcello. He's he's hey, solid. He looks just like. <laughs> is, is that just is that just Steve in a wig? <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, he plays traditional. Wait, I don't know which one he is. No. Oh no! Wait, Tony Royster Jr. That's yeah. That's who I was thinking. Okay, well, that sure, makes uh, more sense. I was, he, he plays there, yeah. I was like, I definitely know. Huh. It's a, it's a name I would know. I don't know the other one, but. Okay, let's do this. Let's name great drummers in just like pop acts. Lester just, o, or what's oh fuck, what's his name? We can go. We can go le- a little bit less or a little bit newer, but you uh, would well, think people know, may know who that. it is. Um. I also blanking on his name. Uh, Larnell Lewis. Who's he playing with? I don't know. I'm just. I mean, on. he was he was with Snarky Puppy, but I mean, I think I'm he's... pretty sure everyone in that band plays for pop music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Larnell yeah. has like one group now. Well, that's I, actually I was, cool, you know. I was thinking of Lester Estelle, Estelle. the guy who plays with uh, Kelly Clarkson. He's he's, oh, he's a Nashville. Good. He's a Nashville dude, and that that guy can shred. 
He's got chops. The, I'd say the guy who plays for J- Steve Jordan with John Mayer, obviously, is a, a beast. Oh, Steve Jordan's great. Does he still play um, with, with Mayer? Um, so I watched him do like a concert a couple years. It was like the Bud Light the dive tour, something like that. I, it was like a live feed I watched. Um, Jay Z's drummer, which I'm, Tony <laughs> Rester Jr. Okay, that's the same guy as Katy Perry. That's why. Like, oh, there it is. You yeah. know, Tony Rester Jr. You know, he's he's just the the only guy. There's a video of him doing a drum solo when he's like eight, and it is he just fucking slays, man. You ever just hate kids who are really good at instruments? Constantly. I feel like I should be able to punch them in the face. I've been playing since I was eight, and and haven't gotten like, much better. Plateaued pretty good. It's it's like I got really good at the performance part of it. Not so much the play. But how often are we just sitting there practicing? Like not, I mean, actual practice. Not often at like all. Wood shedding, shedding it. I would never do that. I'm more I'm more focused on writing writing the full song. Mm-hmm. Uh. Are it's we pulling up Yeah. Yeah, this 12 years old. Yeah. Oh, okay. I wish I could. We're getting we're getting you. stuck in a YouTube wormhole. I just wanted to highlight it, even though you can't see it. <laughs> well, see the thing is, is uh, we can't do the screen capture right now without. Yeah, no. This show has a lot, a long way to go. Oh, I have seen this video. Yeah. He he absolutely shreds. For those of you who have not seen it, Tony Royster Jr., 12 years old. It's amazing. He does this thing with the splashes where he's like... It's like old like Sesame Street grooves. <laughs> Sesame Street grooves. Do you ever, like... Do you guys real, follow, man. like... Do you guys, like, follow Minel and Zildjian on... And like other oh, yeah. drum companies on Facebook, and you just get my, lost in those drum videos. My favorite page is a uh, Drumio. Do you guys watch that? No. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, I could. You just get like lost in watching those videos. I'll just except go on for my occasionally Instagram. when the drum beats suck, and you're like, I'm not watching this. I'll go on my Instagram, uh, like recommended for you or whatever. These guys, Drumio. Oh, that looks Ugh. great. <laughs> uh, I probably can't even see it. It's probably reversed too. Yeah, well, one topic I want to get into today that now I'm being a journalist. Hmm. Where's that been? <laughs> so, Steve, yes, <laughs> we were we were talking the other day. Yes. <laughs> and you created this technique to wipe your ass or your dad did. Yes, my dad. Which has blown my mind. Age. I have I use flushable wipes. Not not ashamed. And I tried this with just one of those. You can get like two or three extra wipes out of that. Yeah, so, man. So I want to. I want you to tell the origin of this story. Okay. And then go into the operation of how it works. Okay. So, um, do we need to demonstrate? Frankly, I am just flabbergasted that not everyone knows this. So <laughs> start with that. Um. So, I'll. When I was in college, um. My freshman year, I had a friend that would come over to our dorm room fairly frequently, and he would also frequently clog our toilet, and we <laughs> never knew why because he was he was very uh, he was a smaller guy, um, but we never had any issue with it or whatever. So 
I asked him, I was like, what, what is your, like, what is your flushing technique? Because obviously it's, or your, like, wiping techniques, it's, I think that's the reason why it's clogging. And he's like, oh, just like, just like anyone else, I'll grab it and I'll ball it up, wipe a couple times, throw it away, do another one. And oh, I was man. like, wait, like, does everyone wipe like this? Like, this is not at all how, like, I was taught to be deliberate with my wipes. <laughs> my dad. Uh, told me this at a young age. I mean, honestly, probably when I was learning how to shit in the toilet. So, uh, you take four squares. See, it's about this much. And you fold it in half once. You wipe. That way, there's no breakage. You fold it in half again. You wipe again. And then, you can fold it in half one more time and get one final wipe. And that way, it's like it's like a little rectangle at this point. Here, I got you four squares oh, okay. to demonstrate so again, four squares. And this is good technique for now. So you fold it half once, do your thing, wipe. At that point, there'll be some brown on one side. You're gonna fold the brown inside. You have another palette to wipe your brown paint onto. <laughs> brown, fold it in again. Rectangle. Oh, you go all the way down. Rectangle. This was this is the dangerous one, but it's. You can get a lot out of this because it wraps around your finger, right? So <laughs> get one last one. If you're really feeling like you want to conserve a little bit more, sometimes you can, if depending on how much brown's on there, you can do it one more time and you get about There's this no much. way you go all the way well, back. You gotta, I mean, I, I, do no, I, do, I do that exact same thing with a flushable wipe. You have to be really careful, but you can be do careful. it. Right. And then also at the same time, um, because you're because you should you're gonna wash your hands afterwards so exactly so which leads me to technique number two which is more for dire situations say you're on your last roll of toilet paper you're not sure how long the grocery store is gonna be carrying it <laughs> I learned, my friend's dad taught this me is this relevant. one these are dark times yes my friend's dad taught me this one while we were camping because he only had one roll and he said you guys better either hold your shit together or we're gonna have to start doing it this way so you have one square oh that's brutal you're gonna fold it in half at least it's two ply and then you're gonna fold it in half again so you make this like little rectangle piece all right and now this corner where all of the folds are you're gonna rip that corner out like so. So now you have a little corner like this. So now you're going to save this piece. You put that in your pocket. <laughs> it's very important. So now this, so now you have a piece like this. I maybe ripped it a little too big. So <laughs> the idea is you put your finger in this hole. What? And you use your finger to, to multiple, you know, get it clean. Your finger's going to get dirty. I'm sorry. Dire times. Ew. And then you use the paper and you pull it off. So oh, wipe no. it off into the paper. So now, <laughs> throw that away. And then the extra piece, you wipe you wipe the poop out from under your fingernails. Oh, no. <laughs> and then you go wash your hands. Or if Jesus you're camping, Christ, you know, dude. wipe it on some things or something. But... <laughs> I would rather just use a bunch of leaves. You gotta be 
Like but multiple. If one, of, if one of those leaves is poison ivy, you'd wish you'd done the technique. <laughs> I feel like if you're gonna go camping though, like I'd bring. You got to be prepared to get some. I'd poison. bring. I'd bring three. I, mean, I honestly, could bring three rolls of toilet paper. I think camping. It was a I know. Time, worst case but... scenario, you're gonna get to two. But you know, the third one just in case something something is gonna anything could happen. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's really gross, <laughs> but. <laughs> If it comes to it and you're on your last roll of toilet paper, like, you know, you're going to wash your hands anyway, so. See, I remember the fold technique. That one works really well. The, yeah, the, the finger... fold is great. That's, that's if it's like any normal day. That way you, you, you don't have to that's buy honestly, toilet Honestly, that's changed my life. You can just do it with one single flushable wipe, the, what they yeah. recommend. Only use one because I've, I've sometimes used like two or three. Just like, ugh, you know, you get a dirty one in there. <laughs> so yeah it's you know we're trying to conserve things in these times and it also helps your toilet not clog and but yeah when i taught my friend that he was like he was from new jersey you know it's like that explains a lot bro <laughs> bro the technique has changed my life does he call you up every day to just now it's been funny like, dude i wiped again <laughs> i wiped again every time <laughs> I thought I thought of you when I went. Dude, I got today. diarrhea right now. Thank you for your technique. Yeah. So, oh man, it's very important though. Wow, do y'all remember the last time you sharded? <laughs> I don't think I've ever like actually what? like. No shit my way. Pants. No way. Have you ever like actually just like shit your pants like out like full on? Well, no, I've never actually shit my pants. I've sharded where I farted. A little bit comes out. Poop come poop comes out. Sometimes mm. I catch it a lot of times, though. Yeah, usually you catch, catch yourself prairie dogging. Yeah. Um, Great job pooping. <laughs> I think think the last time I sharted, uh, it was one of the times we were on the road because I remember. Dude, no, that's just that sounds like road ass right there. Well, you just like you fart, and it's like I mean, usually it's just sweaty, and mm. you think it's a problem, but it's not. Swap but we stopped at like a rest stop, and I was like, I, I just like the whole time before that, I was like, I don't like something's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> something's wrong. Everything keeps well, coming out of me. Yeah, it's just a little bit. It wasn't like anything to write home about, but you know, touched underwear. So TikTok underwear. Dig into your tick uh, touched. Yeah, <laughs> dig into your suitcase and bring out a fresh pair. Yeah, yeah. But Do you know there's people out there who don't wear underwear? Just oh god, it's a dangerous game. Just straight up commando all the time, like Joe Exotic. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. I just it's I don't get comfy. it. It's comfy. Not if you have a zipper right there. I mean, if you're careful, you don't have to worry about it. Can you imagine? Like, have you ever like accidentally just straight up zipped your dick? No. That's because hurts. I'm careful. I did that once. Best friend. I, I always put it in. Yeah, just it's, flopping out there. It's, it's brutal. You get a uh, oh, what's that movie? Something about or something Mary. about Mary. Yeah, yeah. That, not stuck. that movie scared me mm. so bad that I was I will never ever do it in my entire life. I'm just very careful. <laughs> Sorry, the fucking hair gel scene gets me every time. Oh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that how you keep your uh, volume so good? <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> semen right there. Why pay for wax when you can make your own? <laughs> I use hair clay, thank you. From? <laughs> so I, I'm using, like, see, Lockhart, Lockhart's matte clay right now, but I also do, like, Bloomon uh, Cavalier clay. It's really good. Gives you a lot of texture, so it doesn't look like uh, just like you're a loser, and it's like super straight and like everything like that. I did my hair for a while in college, and I used what did I use? Used Redkin something. I think Redkin's. My brother used to work at a hair salon. He he's gay. If you didn't know. <laughs> I'm gonna mention it again because being gay isn't being gay isn't a personality trait, so I'm just gonna right. say that. Do you ever meet do you ever meet a gay person? And they're like, "Oh, I'm gay." I'm like, "Is that your personality?" Like, that's not a personality trait. Yeah, how did you know? That's just. It's like, it's like a guy whose personality trait is fucking women. It's like it's not a personality trait. No, it's definitely not. So that's why I like to make fun of my brother like that. But it's like, I mean, the majority of them are like pretty nice people but you could be an asshole yeah. like just like anyone yeah. else i mean i know i know a lot of gay you should yeah, yeah. i mean like it doesn't cool. matter well I don't, you all know I, i've been in a lot of situations where people are like oh well yeah me and my husband i'm like yeah i don't care that's normal to me like you don't have to try <laughs> like that's not a personality trait praise me damn it <laughs> praise me Get out of my way! I'm gay. Strong gay man. I'm a strong Everyone, gay man, and I don't need anyone. Everyone's gay. It's 2020. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, no, it's you're not gay unless J.K. Rowling says you're gay, <laughs> and, then, and then you're gay. And then you're really gay. So Dumbledore, he's fucking gay. Well, he's been gay forever, but like he, yeah. Of course. <laughs> well, no, like if you actually look back, right after she finished the final Harry Potter book. Someone asked her like who someone like something about Dumbledore's like husband, Jacob Rowling's like, I always kind of imagined him as being gay. You know, that's what she said. Like this is like two thousand eight, two thousand seven or something like that. And then now she's like really digging into it. Gotta get that uh cultural that, money. That <laughs> one that one she really is digging into now, but was actually a valid thing. And it pissed a lot of people off. Why? <laughs> like I don't know. Why? I don't, I don't know why. You're that pissed that you're gonna get like pissed did, off at a fictional character being something you don't agree with. Why didn't he come out of the closet? For I, don't, me? I don't understand like homophobia. It's like either. let them do their I mean, thing. You know what's funny is the people that are always worried about it are the ones that are all about like don't take my guns. It's like well don't take their dick. They're often like, you Arby's gift cards. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, if if you're so worried about someone coming and taking your guns, don't let. Like, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be fucked up about someone coming and taking their sexuality. Like, if I it's don't not, care. If it's not bothering you, it's not hurting anybody. Right. Leave them the fuck alone. Right. Exactly. One thing, but you know, I want to talk about Arby's gift cards. Okay. So. Uh, I know where you remember I told you the story of the guy uh, who offered Arby's gift cards to guys to for sexual shit. Was no. he a priest or something? <laughs> I don't he was that. like a. Oh, he was an elder at a church. 
Yeah. In the Mormon Church? No, this uh, was in Church Missouri. of Christ. This is okay. where this is a uh, you know you know Conman John Conman economy. It's yeah. like where they live, and I went oh. to high school there. And this so, Kirkland? Kirksville, yeah. So <laughs> what happened was in this story because I haven't told it on the show before. Um, here's the story that's been on New York Times and the Joe Rogan Experience. And if you don't know what the Joe Rogan Experience is, that's uh, a uh, Oprah for men. If that wants to make sense, what happened was. So this college professor at Truman State University, This my dad works there, and he's the best cross-country and track coach that, that's ever lived there, according to me. He lives so, there? At the yeah, college? He li- they, my parents both live there. <laughs> and so um, this guy, he was offering college students. So that's, I mean, that's obviously the wrong thing to begin with. If you're a teacher at this university, you shouldn't be trying to solicit, solicit sex out of students, even if they're not in your class or not. So he was a teacher. Not my my dad is, but, but not this isn't yeah, this yeah. isn't about my dad. My dad's a good guy. <laughs> the only person he did wrong to was me. <laughs> oh, no, that's that's a joke. He doesn't he doesn't like that joke. Um. <laughs> anyways, so uh, what he would do is he would go ahead. He would offer like sexual favors to guys on Grinder. Okay. His username would be Dilf. D i l f. Daddies, I'd like to fuck. Yeah. Oh, God. And so he'd offer Arby's gift cards for sexual favors. So that's how he thought he would get around prostitution. Meat for me. So, anyways, eventually a sting caught up with that and he got arrested. And so I don't know what's going on with him right now. Yeah, sting from the police (laughs) because they saw, they they were hearing, like, you know, it's a prostitution thing. And you um, don't have to put out the red light. (laughs) <laughs> and prostitution's, I guess, illegal in Missouri, especially in the way this is ger- occurring. You guess. This is your home well, state. Well, in, like, states <laughs> prostitution's illegal in, this is, you know, prostitution's, you know, a lot more... If you look at Nevada, you know, it's a lot more... Uh, it's more prevalent. It's more accepted more pre- in other places. It's more prevalent, and it's, you know, more looked into, and, like, you're not worried about the women's safety. Right. Or less. Something like that. So this, yeah, so he's offering Arby's gift cards for this. I think he's offering gas cards, too. That's part of the story. But I want to focus on the Arby's gift cards, because that's funnier. <laughs> so anyways, he eventually gets caught by the police. And this makes New York Times, Joe Rogan, millions and millions of other things. I find out about this through a friend in Nashville. Hmm. About, like, I just see Missouri church elder uh, gets arrested for offering Arby's gift cards for sex this is like the t- the title i see and so i think i lived in missouri for about 10 years uh let me let me look into this so i wonder where in missouri this is so i take a look at it i'm like kirksville missouri i'm like well fuck i lived there for six years <laughs> <laughs> let's look at like more information on this person and i see you, barry pointer did you really have to look it up though to know come on well, no, I mean, well, you well, you know, you just hear Missouri church elder. So like, <laughs> I'm like, I want to know personal. if this has anything to do with me. And I'm like, holy shit, it does. And so I look at his name, I'm like Barry Pointer. I'm like, I went to school with his kids and they were assholes to me. So, you know, Uh-oh. you know, when someone's like an asshole to you and you're just like, I'm going to be the bigger person and just walk away. <laughs> yeah. And then you, the universe just gets revenge on them. This is your revenge. <laughs> this was like that beautiful moment. And, you know, when you Heart? feel like you do the right you do the right thing and then the right thing happens. Mm. 
This was like that perfect moment. So anyways, so that's the story you hear in the New York Times. Now, on this show, I'm going to drop some solid new information that most people have never heard before. So anyways, so it was the it was Christmas Eve. My brother, me, me, my brother, my mom were talking. My mom. So I told my mom about this situation. Like, mom, did you hear about Barry Pointer? Yeah, he was offering sex for Arby's. Like, (laughs) we have the meats and all that stuff. And so my mom was like shocked. I guess she has she didn't hear the news. My mom's a norm like a normal human being who doesn't need to, you know, who hasn't hasn't have anxiety or depression or anything, you know, like most musicians in Nashville do. <laughs> and so she was like that. Yeah. And then I mean I told my brother about this. Like I messaged him like, isn't this funny? I'm like those weren't those kids assholes? You know, uh, his kids. <laughs> I'll leave them unnamed because they didn't do any. I mean, they're just wrong to me. Um, and then my mom was like. Matt, didn't you take his class and he tried to fail you because you wrote a paper about being gay? And I'm like, holy shit, this is a new thing. My brother's like, because I make fun of him for being gay all the time. <laughs> uh. Well, I don't necessarily make fun of him for being gay. What I'll do is be like, hey, Matt, you got a girlfriend? <laughs> you know, shit like, you know, like, not homophobic jokes, but like, you know, like gay jokes. Yeah. He's your brother. You can fuck with him. It's like Micah. It's like Micah being fat. You know, pray for Micah. <laughs> Hashtag pray for... Are you going to throw that across the screen? Hashtag pray for Micah. Well, you know, we're yeah. always praying for Micah. <laughs> I haven't stopped. <laughs> you haven't stopped praying? Yeah. You haven't but stopped anyways, <laughs> And so I'm trying, to get some, I'm trying to get some dirt out of all this because this is... So I use my podcasting skills where you get the person comfortable with you. So they just start telling you everything because they feel comfortable talking to you. Which is a, is an actual trick. It's what you do. Uh, it's yeah. actual, are we, are it's what we there a good yet? interview is to. Oh, I've, I've gotten you guys plenty of times. We about to let yeah. some demons out? <laughs> well, no, I got Jordan be like, yeah, I pissed myself at a party and then left. <laughs> true, true. I forgot about that one. <laughs> I'm, not a, I'm not the greatest interviewer of all time, but... I can get what I want if I need to. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so we talk about that. I'm like, so I think Barry Pointer is trying to hook up with my brother. And Whoa. thank God he didn't. Because he's my brother's like, he's not very, he's kind of vegetarian. Like, he's kind of guy who is into that food, but I don't think he's strictly vegetarian, you know? You know the type of person I'm talking about? Or is my brother just yeah. off a little bit? Ones yeah. that'll justify trying to eat a Slim Jim. Yeah, I, I it's know. like it's kind of like they eat Panera, but they're not vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's my brother. So, which is that that cracks me up. So I made the joke, "Whose dick do you got to?" So when I was there and I was surrounded, like, "Whose dick do you got to suck to get some Arby's around here?" <laughs> well, you know exactly. <laughs> well, it's funny because I exactly. think I believe his son. Worked at Hy-Vee, which is basically like a Midwest Kroger. I don't know if you guys knew that. No idea. Never so, been yeah, it's not that exciting. Uh, so, yeah, I went in there and uh, tried to find him, see if he still worked there. Couldn't find him because I was going to try to say that joke or anything. Be like, so, man, you thinking Arby's? <laughs> going to try to, like, you know, do the thing, you know, like when you, you run into someone you really don't like, but you're acting friendly towards them. Yeah. I was trying to oh, yeah. do that. Maybe I was trying to, to like manipulate that, that situation. Passive aggressive shit. You so know. man, uh, you thinking Arby's? <laughs> I was just I was thinking about that. Man, I tried to. Around here. 
Hey, does he watch your uh, podcast? I don't think we're friends on Facebook. I'm friends with no one in that family on Facebook. So you just gotta tag. Or him they could they could follow me. I mean, I'll probably tag Barry Pointer. You know, kind yeah, of. Yeah. <laughs> so what's what's the final verdict? Like, are they having a trial right now, or what? See, like, I have no the, clue. Um, if any of you want to Google it while I finish the story. Um, so here's here's the final un, unknown knowledge. So, so this is this is somewhat secondhand information. So, take everything uh, somewhat true, but remember it's passed from the police officer who oh, told wow. my cousin's husband oh, who told the me the situation. Yeah. So, so cop told my cousin's husband who told me so probably some details are a little messed up in this situation so don't take me for for granted so the the cop friend of my cousin's husband was working on the case of it he said he saw a lot of really gross shit that didn't end up on the news oh wow this guy one could molest some people oh yeah um basically (laughs) one thing i saw he told me was he told him directions on what room to go into, said that he'd be handcuffed to a bed and to uh, get his way with him. Whoa. Free use. Free use, yeah. Stuff like shit like that. Um, I can't think of anything He's else. Big old uh, and just other gross things, like maybe <laughs> behind this bush and suck my dick. Like some gross, <laughs> gross for gay people stuff. So, okay, so this guy was an elder at a church. Was he also... You said he was a professor at the school? The university, yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those small towns where it's the whole college is the town. Oh, investigators say Dilf <laughs> sent numerous messages and nude photos. Oh, they're calling him Dilf in the article. <laughs> the oh, man. <laughs> undercover officer was on, put a, made a profile on Grindr posing as an 18 year old male. male. <laughs> uh, wow. Oh, my God. He sent nude pics to him. Yeesh. yeesh. That's the times when I'm like, man, being a police officer has got to suck sometimes. Dude, that's where I think w- when, when I think get about some like picks. <laughs> we, we talk about like the good police officers who really like their motive is to do good and really try to help people, not the pieces of shit that we always hear about. You got to think yeah. like you hear about like these child molestations and like murders and like something's got to go wrong with that. Like <laughs> it's very serious. These all people were over 18, though. So the the child molestation part is off. I think there's an idea where he could have taken advantage of college students who were, like, in his class or anything. Support them like that yeah. is wrong. Um, possibly people who are, like, struggling to have food and stuff like that. I think that's the real situation where it went wrong. Yeah, so yeah. this article never once mentions Arby's. It just says what? provides... Provides restaurant cards, clothing, and travel money. To the, the restaurant guy. cards is the Arby's. Why are well, they yeah, leaving yeah, out they never, the best part of the article? They never specifically mention but, Arby's. But they do mention that uh, <laughs> during the chat, uh, a pointer sent a message to the detective saying, I would love to have a sugar daddy relationship. So he, <laughs> To the he, officer. To, to, to the uh, 18-year-old boy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> actually actually so let's think of obviously there's the funny part about this what do you guys think in the more like serious sense? what do you what are your thoughts on it was it only dudes 
Yeah. Yeah, it was all guys. Anti-gay college professor. But he's an anti-gay so college that's, that's professor. That's the little... You know, it's yeah, a lot and, of those homophobic people that are really the gayest of all. Oh, yeah, I totally... I think Mike Pence is gay. Like, I'm not gonna... Oh, he's gotta be. Why I mean, else? I don't I don't hate him because he's gay. I I don't like his policies. What the fuck is this? Oh, y'all, God. y'all ain't ever had romance until you've met Barry. <laughs> the Arby's... Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, the no. Arby's church the Arby's dilf. church deal. <laughs> <laughs> and this picture is oh, so pixelated. Um, Jesus wait, Christ. I'm sorry. What was the... You said be serious about it. What's our thoughts on? Yeah, what's your so like? Let's do serious thoughts for okay. a second on this podcast. Well, sincerity is very rare, so let's do a rare segment of sincerity. Put a thirty-second timer. We only get thirty seconds. <laughs> you only get thirty right? seconds. Then oh, you gotta sincerity. say something. <laughs> then you gotta debt bash gay people or something like that. <laughs> Real talk with uh, Sam Schwegler. Yeah. Um. So what was the question? What so what do you, what is what is your total thoughts on this? Just kind of hearing the story. I'm in a kind of different situation where I know I've met him before. I met his <laughs> yeah. I met his wife. And I'm gonna be honest with you, his wife is one of those people. You ever see you remember how back in the day gay men would just marry women who weren't very attractive and you're like, what do you find attractive in them? And then you're like, oh, yeah, you're gay. So you're just <laughs> a wife to just let everyone know you're not gay. Then you fuck a dude on the side. Yeah. Um, man, there's the top of her head. I don't know. <laughs> like He's I, trying to pull up a picture of her. Let me see. I can I can probably find a picture for you. I'm not going to post it on the show. I'm only I'm only going to white. Anna, Anna Pointer. 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 No. I'm not going to. I don't want to whitelist any of those. We're just whitelisting Barry because that's public news. Well, whatever. Um, I mean, uh, the situation's fucked. Yeah, it's messed up. I'm glad they caught him. Solicitation. But we don't we don't know how many. I mean, that was he was posing as an 18 year old. Yeah, we don't don't know how many 17 year olds he was trying to get after. Yeah. Nobody knows. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. The one acting as an eighteen-year-old. It was that was the was police officer. That's what I was saying. So I, I'm just saying like, it's kind of fucked up that he's an anti-gay and he's going about his business, and obviously doing stuff around his wife. Like, I don't know. There's a bunch of wrinkles to this, but if that's what you got to do to get your get your lay on. Was all of this consensual? That's what I'm like. Thinking. I mean, it seems like there was an agreement of give me this True. fifty dollars gift card and I'll do whatever the fuck you want me to do. So I mean, True. in that regard, it if it was all consensual, then I don't know if they really have like a full case on the guy. It's, it's the trying to like buy them though. That, that's well, the key. The, I, but the, the case the they have. Part. Yeah. Case they That's, have is solid because it's prostitution. I believe prostitution is illegal in the state of Missouri. Mm. So unless he has a really good lawyer who could prove that uh, an Arby's gift card, gas gift cards, we're sticking with only Arby's gift cards because that makes the story funnier. 
even though it's not fully accurate. Like I'm saying, if I was going to make a movie off of this, it's only Arby's gift cards. Nothing in, in else. Mi- in Missouri, prompting prostitution or pimping or prompting sex tourism are illegal. So. Yes. Yeah. So that's trying to the, buy the, your way into that shit. Is, yeah, that's that's kind of. So fun. they have a valid charge. Like there's there's no, they have text receipts no. that proof that. I believe they would just say, I mean, basically you got to get. You got to get the victims in there. That's the only way to know for sure. Be like, was this that consensual? Or, like, would you have done this if there wasn't an Arby's gift card at the end of the tunnel? Yeah, this, this one says Arby's Would you card. fuck this guy? Yep. <laughs> would you fuck this guy for free? And then the Arby's gift card was a gift, in which case it wouldn't be prostitution. True. That but, is true, I mean, but... Well, I have to imagine, like, with the texts that have been sent back and forth, it has to be uh, in regards to... Um, yeah, so we're... Hey, I'll give you an Arby's gift card if you suck my dick. You can get That's yourself a uh, beef and cheddar, and I'll give you my beef and cheddar. <laughs> God damn, that's uncircumcised right there. It's the Lord's way. Do you get it? Do you get it? Why it's... No, what? it's not the Lord's way, because <laughs> the Lord wants you to be circumcised, and there's no cheese down there if you're circumcised. Wow. And extra meat. They have the meat. They do have the meats, though. That is that is very true. Does Arby's sell sausage? It's been a while since I've eaten at Arby's. They have good fries. They actually have oh, good yeah. chicken fries tenders. I remember their fries. As a, as, a former, as a former fat man, I can tell you some Curly of the good fries. things they have. Didn't they have, like, an I, apple turnover or something? Oh, That's yeah, true. dude. Uh, I want to tell you... About the worst diarrhea I've ever had in my life. <laughs> okay, you have a picture. <laughs> put this right after. Put this right after the uh, the toilet paper story. <laughs> that would be perfect. So, I was spring break, 2016, college year, going to Colorado uh, for spring break because I'm an idiot, and I was like, let's go somewhere cold for spring break. And so we went to. Uh, can't remember where I went to in Colorado. Anyways, we stopped at an Arby's in Colby, Kansas. And my friend's wife said, let's eat at Arby's. And so we're all no, like... She said, I'm thinking Arby's. Oh, yeah. She's like, I'm thinking Arby's. And we had a couple other options to go other places, but I wasn't going to walk very far. I was still fat at that point. So... How's the meat? So we ate Arby's, and I got I got a good meal. I, I'm not saying Arby's food is bad, or that I won't eat it because I will. Sea sauce is lit. It tastes good, man. Just doesn't do great afterwards. Yeah. Anyway, so as as us touring musicians, we know that once you eat food from another area and stuff like that, there's other different bacteria from other areas and different water. Yeah, it's just like everything's different. So your body. <laughs> He's trying to process that. It's able to process it, but it just gives you the worst diarrhea ever possible for like a day or two. So it was like a group of us. So we end up getting to our destination in Colorado and it was like in these rooms and there was like an outside bathroom too in the hallway. So we made a rule. Number two's in the outside hallway, just number one's in here. So we don't just ruin our lives. For so sure. Anyways, we all had diarrhea that day and we broke that toilet. Like we we broke it. You didn't do the technique. Yeah. 
it wasn't it wasn't a toilet paper issue it was too much going down like too much brown going down so too much brown going down trust me toilet was broken for two days we had to shit in our rooms it was disgusting and i still remember it i still remember (laughs) it as the worst diarrhea i've ever had my entire life wow it's funny you mentioned pooping on tour because tj does the opposite of that his just stops up for like I, I stop up. I go, I go like three days without, and then it's just one giant. It. How much water are you taking in? I drink a lot of water. Okay. I so. poop every morning. I just don't. Yeah, I just don't have. I take sink. a med. I take a med that makes me poop after I take it, like a couple times, and I thought there was something wrong, and then I finally <laughs> learned that's one of the side effects. And I was like, oh, okay, that just kind of relieves a lot of things <laughs> oh so this wasn't normal okay so uh, this this is uh well i guess it's normal in the situation yeah so mm. so i'm typically cleared out but yeah with keto though when you do a keto diet you either have diarrhea or constipation and you want to pray to god you have con- you have diarrhea Oof, god not yeah. as bad as colorado 2016 but <laughs> It's just more like you got you got some beef stew coming out. Ugh. Yeah. Oh man, brutal. Man. Arby's looks pretty good right now, dude. Arby's goodness beer taste. That's the problem. Like you know it's gross and bad oh, for you. Oh yeah, it looks so good. I think I'm gonna get another one of these angry apples. You want one? Nope. You good? I'm having a hard time finishing this last one because I'm because you got a light light beer. How much of a lightweight are you, Steve? Uh, about tree fifty. No, I uh, I drink about like on a good on a night where I want to get like decently feeling good. I do. I'll drink like four, and I'm like set. Four beers. Four beers. Four of anything, and I'm like, I'm like solid. Um, during the pandemic, I have. On two different occasions, I've drank an entire bottle of wine by myself and gotten like stupid drunk. So that's like, uh, yeah, doesn't take much. I, I was at my point once back when I was fat, uh, when I would, I could easily, I'd get like one of those $4 bottles at Trader Joe's. I get like three or four of them. No, one time I bought like a whole case of them, it was like $45. Oh my god! <laughs> I would just, I would just, that would set me for the night. I'd just drink the whole bottle, and then I'd feel good, and then I'd fall asleep. Oh yeah, I, like, I can't, I don't do that a lot. But yeah, since I'm like trying to, since I'm trying to be healthy now, I'm trying to be more conscious about the alcohol I drink. Smart, because yeah, man, that alcohol adds up. But I would. I went to college. When I left for college, I weighed 135. And when I came back from my freshman year, I was uh, one. Let's see, what's 30 plus X? It was a freshman 30 for me. Uh, 165. Everyone had been telling me, you're going to get the freshman 15 or whatever. It's like, I filled out. I was like bones when I went to college. See, I never weighed myself before, so, <laughs> so I'm assu- I think at the point I am right now is probably where I am. 
Yeah. Before I, I started drinking. I weigh like 180, somewhere around there now. But ah, yeah. you're fatter than me. I just filled out. I filled out. Put some evenly distributed, except for my thighs. Yeah, thick thighs. Like, Got thick thighs. I'm less than 20 pounds from where my goal weight, and right now is just like the worst time to <laughs> try and do anything. Steve left a picture of that fucking child molester up there. That child molester. Uh, the gay solicitor. Barry gay Pointer. Solicitor. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. we need to get rid of that guy. I don't want to stare at him the whole time. TJ was getting tempted. Set. And, I was getting, yeah, I was too tempted. <laughs> yeah, you might be a little too old for him, TJ. Probably. I could always pretend to be an 18-year-old, uh, you know, boy. You ever just, you ever just get sad because you're too old for a pedophile? <laughs> Isn't that an episode of South Park? Wait. Oh, and there's that one episode where Cartman where joins Cart- Nambla. Yeah. Because yeah, he's, he's, he's the face of it because Cartman wants mature friends. Well, yeah, well, and because none of them want to molest him because he's like too fat. Or something like that. I don't know. So he brings all his friends to the group and they're the all North, have dates. North American Man Boy Love Association. <laughs> I just wonder how the hell that. I mean, I guess they're they have the right to exist. It's just like you know they're being watched like nonstop. Uh, I I don't think they do. I don't think they do have the right to exist like that. Oh, I said don't think they do get watched. <laughs> no, how do you know that? <laughs> oh yeah, they don't get watched. Woo. Yeah, I don't think anyone cares about Nambla. I don't think. Uh, I don't think know. there's any support groups for that. I mean, Nambla is probably the support yeah, group for that. each other. <laughs> They have each sport. other, and that's enough for love to give it a shot. <laughs> now we'll do anything for love. But you know, you think about be, trying to be in love with a child. Oh, they're no, not in love I, with I you. They're in love with the things you offer them. Right. This is this is the classic Michael Jackson scenario. Mm-hmm. Hey, Michael I've Jackson. Got the, I've got a roller coaster in my backyard. I've got a <laughs> cotton candy machine. I've got a popcorn machine. What more could you want? That's like how I they sang, get kids. Yeah. I think thriller. Like what the fuck? <laughs> I love Dave Chappelle's bit. You were molested by Michael Jackson. Is that really the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> it's like he makes a point, but it's also awful at the same time. Yeah, you could get molested by like the random crackhead in the alley. Or your local uh, church elder. <laughs> yeah, or, or Barry Pointer. He could get molested by Barry Pointer. Mm-hmm. Or you could get molested by Barry Pointer and you get an Arby's gift card and you're like, fuck, I don't Wait, want diarrhea do, tomorrow. Do we know for a fact that all of his uh, solicitations were over 18 or were they minors? Well, I'm going to give that the benefit of the doubt in this situation where he was meeting them on Grinder, and in the legal case, I don't think they'd be able to prosecute for this because I think there's a couple loopholes in there where if they have an account on Grinder and they're trying to meet people on Grinder, you have to be over the age of 18. But not everyone is. True. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's plenty of accounts. I think if you had a decent enough lawyer, they could at least eliminate that charge against him. 
that because falls on the other side. because how is he like? Because you know, right. if you meet someone on Tinder, you're not gonna like. Let me see your ID, so I just make sure that you're over eighteen. You're right. gonna you assume, assume they're over eighteen. Yeah. So, I, I I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt is if they're over eighteen. Um, majority of the article was that they were uh, college students. College students, right? Still fucked up. I mean, yeah, but... it's still bad. Don't you don't I mean? I, I think the big issue there is he's taking advantage of people who need help, and he's being homophobic when he's gay himself. Yeah, it's the irony. There's two wolves inside all of us. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are they? <laughs> One what is are gay. Your, what are your and the other is also gay. <laughs> <laughs> so you got two. We uh, all got two wolves inside of us. Two, two homosexual wolves. wolves. We all have Did two wolves, wolves inside of us, and we need to have surgery to get them out. <laughs> Jesus. Help! Because they shouldn't turn. be there. Help! There's two wolves I, inside I me. Two gay wolves in me. Oh man, they're the... kissing. I occasionally send a friend a uh, a picture of two wolves having sex. <laughs> it's just because. Just because. Every it's not like once... graph. It's it's not graphic or anything. It's just like you know, it's, it's one like, on top of the other. Once every full moon, you'll shoot it over <laughs> to him. Yeah. It's that time of the year again. It's like a picture of, it's like a picture of our boy Wood. Mm. R.I.P. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Wood. (laughs) Those of you who don't know or haven't seen it yet, I might pull up a picture censored. Oh, please, please don't. (laughs) Uncensored or no? So there's there's a little prank if you haven't already seen it yet, of people like and they use kind of coronavirus as the bait. Um, One link is, and I think that's how I got you guys with this link. It'll say, uh, say, hey, look, here's all the coronavirus cases in Nashville, and I'll post this link. And so then you click on this link, and then you see this this man. He's very, very well endowed, but he's also a very big person. Not fat, like, big. Like he is a forearm. huge man. He's, he's an Easter Island statue. I'm just saying his dick is the size of me. <laughs> and so anyways, so that's pre, the story that goes on. So that's Freak. fun. There are people edit them to videos of like Jurassic Park when they see the uh, the <laughs> yeah, dinosaur for the first time, and then like it's just him. And so, and then people would start doing research on him, and then they find out uh, this guy actually died of a heart attack back in 2016. And so now we're all like celebrating his life and how he's getting us through COVID 19. Yeah, if you ever get a chance to go to Foreplay Land. <laughs> on I have a, oh yeah, on my uh, Animal Crossing <laughs> Island, uh, he's I have a shrine to him, and then an altar to Airbud. Yeah, that's you should pull up the pull up the, the video shit out of me. Of like, give him a little tour of the island while you're doing. Oh this. yeah, I should do I should do a tour video. Um, Steve, I have a question for you. How are you able yeah. to catch so many tarantulas? Every time I try to do a tarantula island, oh, man, I can I catch like I can catch one. What's the I, trick? Okay. So, the trick, there's two tricks. The first trick is you have to find yourself an island that is well suited for this. So, if you can find one without any water, like any rivers or anything. So, the bamboo island is perfect for this. Um, 
then the next step is to get like chop down all the trees, dig up all the stumps, break all the flowers. So that ab- that essentially eliminates the spawns for the butterflies and shit. Um, so <laughs> you'll have uh, like on Bamboo Island, chop all the bamboo down, break the rocks. Some uh, my axe broke the last time I did it, so I moved all of the coconut trees over to one side of the island, and so at not oh you also have to do this after seven p.m. So you leave your island and go to your place, get rid of all the shit, um, and then you basically just like run around the island a bunch and you get rid of the insects that spawn. So you run under the rocks, get rid of those uh, wharf wharf beetles. It's like you run near them and they scatter. Um, you run by the trees that are still up to get rid of the atlas moths. If you don't have a river, you don't have to worry about the uh, water water beetles. That's what they're called. Um, and then eventually they'll just start popping up. And so then this leads me to my second trick, which is you build yourself a trap, which is essentially digging a hole in this like shape. a circle kind of uh, i was doing it like like a diamond so you do like one here one here one here one here uh but then they they started figuring out a way into that trap so this has been the new shape that i've been able to make work really well so it's like okay so you have to run into the corners that are like free but then, as soon as you're, as soon as you hop into that, if you run to the other side, it like fucks up the AI or whatever. They get trapped outside, and they'll just run around, and you can catch them from inside the trap. Okay. It just, it just like glitch out and start running around it. Yeah. You just rinse and repeat. My big problem is I just can't get them to spawn. That's my big problem. So the most important part is leaving for the island after 7 p.m. So that's when they. No, start. I do that. Clear and off then, the island. They're off the island, and the wall. Okay, so if you d- try to do it on one with a river on it, you have to catch the water bugs, which look like fish a lot of the time. Oh um, yeah, last night I caught like twenty water bugs, like which two, go for one tarantula too, you know. But I and a lot of it is just perseverance. But that bamboo island worked really well last night. Like, oh, I, the bamboo island is the best one. Um, unless so, you get the one that's actually just so, how many of the tarantulas spawn? spawn at a given time? I've had it where two will spawn at the same time, and <laughs> I'm like running away from one, and then I see another one in front of me, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh shit! Are they like really typically fast, only one will chase you though? They yeah, chase after fast. they try to like kill you. When you get close to them, they hop and then they chase. They take off after you and they attack Whew. you. So you have to you have to be sprinting basically the entire time and then you run and you, I lead them on a path so that you have enough time to jump into your trap because they will follow you regardless of how far away you are as Gosh. long as you have the net out that's another thing if you have the net out that's when they start chasing you but if you have any other tool out they won't chase you weird huh yeah um, yeah I made like 250 grand last night doing this 250 bells yeah, mm-hmm. I'm getting to a point with Animal Crossing. I think I've done all, I've done almost everything yet. <laughs> so it's like, gotta figure out what else I'm gonna do. 
just never Well, ends. no, I defeated the main game where, and I got to the credits rolling. Did you so. already uh, build the robotic champion or whatever that thing is? I saw it? it. I don't know if I'm going to build it. I don't know where to put it on my island. Yeah. I I bought the recipe, but I, there's no fucking way I can build it right now. What are the <laughs> ingredients your needs? You need golden armor, 10 golden nuggets, uh, 30 rusted parts, and wow. I think a stupid amount of iron nuggets. I think that was all of it. Yeah, I mean, that sounds not worth it. Right. Like, I haven't even seen half the things that are on it. Oh, no, it was a... a uh, it's either a rocket lamp or a rocket... Like a model rocket. Hmm. But yeah, I bought the recipe and I was like, I'm, there's no way. <laughs> yeah. If, it, if I get a gold nugget, I am selling I, it. My island is slowly coming together, though. I I put some roads down, even though they're not real roads. They're just the ones yeah, that I, it, the custom. You did what I did. Now now I got real oh stuff. Oh my god, I know. And I spent so much time doing that. And then Dude, I told me earlier that you can do that. And I was like, what? Oh, I man. moved my fuck? campsite to my forest, which I oh. think is like a better location for it. So I got to figure out what to do with that area, the next area. I have like the top area. I might make a lake or something like that. I want to make a good, you know. You terraform a, thing there, right? Scenic, yeah, I can terraform. So I might make a scenic lake or something like that. I want to move some of my shit around on the island, but I also don't want to pay for it. So I'm just like, eh, maybe I'll just live with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the, that was, that's the oh. real problem. Oh, so you want to hear something funny? Uh, today, um, I went to go sell my turnips um, just to make a little bit of a profit. I didn't want to do anything crazy. Um, but <laughs> one of my uh, people I play with, uh, Jay... <laughs> Oh yeah, she she messaged me and she was like, "What are your turnip prices?" And I was like, oh, "I'm not great, 107." And she was like, "Well, I have 150 something." I was like, "Oh, cool, I'll go sell them." She's like, "I'm online for or I'm in line for a there's an app I guess you can get where people will put up their islands if they have really ridiculous turnip prices." So. She's like, yeah, I'm seventh in line to go to this place to sell off my turnips at 525 a piece or whatever. I'm like, holy shit, hmm. that's wild. But so then she said that she went to this place and they had it set up to where you're like, you're like following a path. It's basically like fenced in, so they can't like access the rest of the island. And they go to their store, and then someone is inside of the store so they go to sell their turnips and someone will stand in the way of the door um, so they can't leave un- until they give them a tip so they're like you made all this money so you have to tip us before you can leave <laughs> what like an actual uh, yeah. like real money tip yeah Damn. I don't know, maybe no, it, I think it was bells but Weird. oh I could do that if it was bells <laughs> I mean, maybe it was real money. I didn't actually like think about that. Well, I mean, if, I mean, if it's bells, I mean, you just made a ton. Yeah. Yeah, you mean it's like yeah, I just made a ton of mafia by killing this dude, and then you're like the mafia's like, hey, where's our money? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So, anyways, I probably shouldn't keep you guys going too long. Um, cool. Anyway, so you're gonna you're doing a live stream before this episode pulls up. So where are you gonna be able to check that out? Um, so the live stream is gonna be on Facebook. It's only on Facebook this time. No Instagram. Um, we might try to do a link on the Instagram to the Facebook, but it's gonna be on. Uh, it's through Marathon Music Works. Um, it's going to be on their Instagram or on their Facebook page. And then it's also going to be on the band Facebook page, Ghost Town Remedy. And then it's also going to be on our uh, booking agency's Facebook page, Perennial Talent Agency. So it's going to go out to like three different places. And if you want to watch it and this airs after. It, it will air after. Yeah, then just go to Ghost Town Remedy on Facebook. And you can yeah. find it there. It'll still be out. Friday, so yeah. you just scroll down a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you'll find it. We don't post that much unless we get another live stream or something yeah, together yeah. by then. So. Yeah, you'll you'll you should be able to find it pretty quick. We'll probably end up throwing it on as well after the fact. So That's how you yeah. do it? It'll be and social. What's the socials as well? Uh, we're at on Instagram at Ghost Town Rumini. So we're super easy to find. Uh, yeah, nobody else has our handle or anything. So you want to hear the personal ones too? Uh, you can find me at Lone Stove on Instagram. Then uh, you can find me at Maher Audio as my work personal Instagram. Yeah, send them feet pics too. Feet pics. <laughs> You gotta gotta so, stock up. He's gotta he's gotta pay for them with Arby's cards. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you for tuning into our first video podcast. And uh, like always, stay awesome. Casting.